FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. How are you, my friend? Hello, Robert. Now, you spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate, and I'm curious what this is like your second or third session not being there. Mm -hmm. You are one of the few people who went by choice rather than by force. <laughs> do you miss it? Do you, like, do you miss uh, all of this awfulness? Well, since I could be on the podcast with you talking public policy and arguing a little bit, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, in three decades is a long time, and I, I, I miss being in the public square. That's what I miss. Yeah, well, I was. We talked about this before years ago when the program was Capital Happenings, mm -hmm. uh, when you and I did the show together, a hundred and two times. Yes, and you were still in one piece. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, and and I was thinking about being you at one point. I was going to run for the state senate, and then I had a chance to be on the radio again. And somebody told me you can be a pundit or a politician. You can't be a pundit and a politician. And talking about other people seems a lot more fun than seems a lot more fun talking about people seems a lot more fun than being talked about. Well, that's that's true. But um, I enjoy uh, both the idea of proposing policy and quote-unquote, the public square uh, with uh, opinion pieces, as well as commenting on uh, what goes on in um, in the political landscape. So I feel like I have it both ways these days. All right. Well, let's talk about something. I mean, I guess it is Statehouse in the sense of the Statehouse made it happen years ago. It's not actively in front of the Statehouse, but it will affect every Hoosier. March 1st, uh, the gas tax, or I guess we would call this one the tax on gas, they're different, right? Mm -hmm. like two different things, mm -hmm. is going up again. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Jim, gas is a little expensive right now, and the Indiana General Assembly loves to tax the gas. Um, help. Well, uh, first of all, we all need a good infrastructure, number one. Number and two, we don't have it? No. No matter how much we tax the gas? We, we continually uh, improve the, the infrastructure, and and uh, we all know the I-69 story, how you know how we uh, sold the toll road, and that went towards massive improvement. Uh, the Ga Governor Daniels administration did an outstanding job on infrastructure, and uh, we went through a two-year study in, in, uh, some time ago, and Senator Kenley, then Senator Kenley did an outstanding job of of putting into the code where we can continually work on our on our um, on our infrastructure on our highways, uh, as you recall, there was a lot of conversation about tolling highways, including 465, that melted away immediately. Uh, and and what we did back whose idea was that? Um, uh, Senator Mike Delf had an idea about that, and, oh, of and, course. and then it and then it um, it dissolved as quickly as it uh, was proposed. <laughs> hey, quick question for you about uh -huh. the inner workings of the state house: mm -hmm. um, Do bills or ideas die based on who presents them? I think it's a combination of who presents them, and then uh, what the media says, what constituents say, and then uh, time. 
and and if, if good legislation rises to the top and um, uh, unpopular dies because I mean like you, you guys were booting Delph out of the caucus and he was having big press conferences I mean I think I was still working at the state house then and that was great theater but Bill's just I mean it's like any other click or club right mm-hmm. if you don't like the person even mm-hmm. if it's a great idea I'm not helping that guy well, also, I'm not saying you would do that. Well, but well, I know, but it, it's all about presentation. It's all about um, the detail of the moment. It's all about talking with the members of the caucus, with the committee the bill is going to be heard of, heard in. And uh, it, it's just all about um, presentation and and creating a wave, creating interest and, and support. It, it just takes um, all the bricks in the wall. All right, so there are two... Why do you guys love the game? Let's start with this. Why you and I had some rather, and this was very early on in our uh, working uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. You guys voted to raise the gas tax mm-hmm. at the time, and mm-hmm. I begged you not to do that, mm-hmm. and you told me there was no other way. And now we have a gajillion dollar surplus, and the the gas taxes are still going up. Why do we keep raising taxes if we have more money than we know apparently what to do with? Well, first of all, the gas tax, infrastructure is a major part of government. And the gas tax, in many minds, including mine, it's a user fee. And we have- I, I mean, I, well, but I'm paying like 60 cents plus per gallon of gas. Mm-hmm. That's a really expensive- uh, buy-in i mean i just want to get to work i mean i'm having to pay 60 cents a gallon to go to work you're punishing me for being productive well, i i think i think people who complain about the gas tax do it rightly if we don't spend the money correctly if you don't believe and uh, those listening here don't believe that we're um, or it, indiana government city of indianapolis is spending that wisely there's a very good opportunity to complain about it because there is how they don't listen to me anymore <laughs> 60 60 cents <laughs> is a lot of money i think it's over that now i'm just yeah. I'm free free willing here because yeah. go ahead it sorry. is more than that and it, it uh there, there is if you're not getting the infrastructure you believe that you 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 deserve because of those gas taxes there's every reason to beef about it i want to go into how we tax gas here in a moment but I think this is where people like me are. And look, I get that nobody listens to me over at the state. I mean, they listen. They all listen, but they nobody's going to do what I say. But here is where people like me are at. Okay, so Republicans claim to be the party of low taxes and limited government. And yet, whether it's the property tax, in this case, we're talking about the gas tax, the tax just keeps going up and up and up and up. And then I see... Well, you know, we're throwing $2 billion extra at education, and uh, we're giving Holcomb $500 million to strong-arm farmers into selling their land like he's doing out in, in Boone County. I mean, like, I just keep seeing all these massive expenditures, and then I say, wait a second, but the nuts and bolts of living, which is my home and my car and my ability to get to work, you keep raising and making it more expensive to do those those things. Can Do, do the people you used to work with... I mean, I know you get it. Maybe if you don't agree with it, you get it. Mm-hmm. But people look at me, or I know the things they say about me behind my back. I wish they'd say it to my face. They, they act like I'm just like, got turds hanging out of my, out of my mouth or something. Am, oh, I, am I just am I way off? I mean, well, well, first of all, you're conflating a lot of different issues there. When you talk about the gas tax, uh, that is a that, let's just call that a cylinder. That that on itself uh, pays for your infrastructure when you see something being constructed or 
something being uh, uh, rehabbed on your highway, that is for the gas tax and gas tax alone. And when you're talking about all different sorts of um, issues such as the the, the farmland in, in, in Boone County, that's for economic development so that you know the community can can grow in Boone County and all the way up to West Lafayette. Yeah, you're, you're conflating. You're you're putting all this together. Yeah, but it's a, it's only a conflation because you guys make the cylinders, right? It, there isn't a magic magical government seed that grows out of the backyard, and this is how government will be done. I, I, what I'm saying is, yep. if we have so much money that we have six billion or whatever it is now sitting in an account, but yet we automatically raise this tax every year. Does that make me an unreasonable person to go, wait a second, you've taken way more of my money already than you need. How about you just stop taking my money and why don't you use some of the money mm-hmm. you've already taken to offset so I don't have to keep paying you more money? Well, keep in mind, inflation has gone crazy in the last, what, year, year and a half. Uh, the Biden administration doesn't know that, but uh, the, bottom, the value of the <laughs> Does dollar. Does Holcomb? Yeah. Do the Republicans? <laughs> well, you, what you're seeing is the inflation of the dollar and the uh, building materials for for highways and 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 the the idea of labor in in building those highways and repairing those highways has grown so much that that's a big part of why uh, the gas tax has been inflated is because the need and uh, and the and the value of the dollar has shrunk and that's just pure economics, Robert. Um. When you look at, though, okay, I mean, like, again, I feel like we're having maybe two conversations here. What I'm saying is no one held a gun. Inflation has nothing to do with Holcomb coming out and saying everyone's going to get free textbooks. Right? I mean, that that, that is a massive growth of government. Yes, that has nothing to do with it. There is government growth after government growth after government growth in the proposed House budget that will likely be approved, including, we'll get to in a moment, them giving themselves a disgustingly large amount of money for themselves. Mm -hmm. Why are... As the Republican Party, which is the party that's supposed to be of limited government, who has collected more of my money. Uh, can we agree that the surplus is excess, excess taxation? You've collected more than you're spending. I think to a certain extent, but that is a forecast. Well, but I mean, there's a reality is they're sitting on $6 billion. As a forecast. And so. No, I know, mean, they're literally sitting on $6 billion. Well, yes, it, to a certain extent. But I, 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 we can agree that there is an enormous surplus in the state of indiana yeah whether it's six five whatever the the number is we can agree on that why is it that again i look like i'm speaking a foreign language when i say hey the party that's supposed to be of low taxes has collected more taxes than they need even in their massive large government they're running which that's different that's a different conversation why do the taxes like they never suffer i'm always the one Right. to pay more right. why right. i mean it, is that it, is that unreasonable it, to say hey stop I, I agree with you and state government hasn't demonstrated that uh we have any or they have any uh interest in showing efficiency and proficiency yeah, perfect thank you yeah last summer uh, and we've talked about this before last summer uh we were told that state government has been quote unquote cut to the bone in regards to employment into the manning tables of state government, the people that are employed by state government. Um, state government, the Holcomb administration, decided to have a jobs fair. And instead of instead of that, I think what we should have done is we should have brought uh, specialists in, uh, Lean Six Sigma, where people can tell you how to make uh, lemonade out of that lemon, and possibly the 49 agencies that are represented in the, in the governor's cabinet would share employees how we can figure out 
how to um, deliver government with that uh, amount of employees rather than go out and find more. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. A Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt program, Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government, talking about the gas uh, tax on the rise. So, okay, let's get to the nuts and bolts. There are two taxes on gas in the state. Yes. There's the gas tax, <clears throat> and then there's the tax on gas. Did I... Yes. Explain that properly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of them is an actual its own thing. And you and I went around, 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 around on this. And it goes up every year without discussion. Don't you kind of regret? Is that the gas tax or the tax on gas? I always get them confused. It, 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 it's. Uh, I think that's the get. I think the tax on gas yes. is the one that goes up every year without discussion. Regardless. Don't you which, kind of regret uh, voting for something that goes up every year without any discussion? Like, like INDOT doesn't have to come back and earn it every year? Regardless of either bucket that we're talking about, and that's really their buckets of money in a budget, uh, that should be discussed. Yeah. That, the, the, the idea of it just being raised automatically, uh, that, that is a regret. We should, we should uh, stand in the public square and talk about uh, gas tax increases. There's no question about it, and, and I do regret that vote. See, this is why I like you. Yeah. You're you're well, you're always willing to say because you said this about the school board, uh, the partisan school board. Thing. Yeah, you said, worst oh, vote. I regret doing that. Worst vote I ever yeah. made. Mm -hmm. This is why we get somewhere. And, yes. And for the record, because almost none of your former colleagues will come on this show, you've never been injured here. No, you've never uh, <laughs> never been. You're still in one. I've piece. had a lot of laughs. Yeah, I mean, you're never, you're still in one piece. You've never been uh, held against your will. Uh, you've never. <laughs> no. and and just to be clear, uh, that you're exactly right. That uh, automatic tax increases on gas, regardless of what bucket it, it is, uh, that should be discussed. And um, I, I do support the idea of uh, taxation. Uh, through user fees for highways, but we should discuss it uh, because you know maybe maybe you don't raise it as much. I think you recall uh, way back when a year ago, or I don't know when it was nine ten months ago, I thought that we should stop the gas tax for a certain amount of time yeah. because of the pandemic. Yeah, and we got mm -hmm. told, uh, hey, we're sitting on fifteen hundred a year money. Here's two hundred. Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you uh, make a sizable don donation to our reelection campaign? Yeah, well. <laughs> It, the bottom line is, is back then I thought we should have uh, ceased it for a while, and they end up doing that. Uh, but um, they what? I, I think they stopped no. it. They stopped it till Christmas. No, yeah. what? No, there's no. Eric Holcomb has never stopped a tax in the history of ever, unless it benefits his big uh, his big <laughs> business buddies. Now, of course, you may have seen they sprinted out to uh, cut that business tax. Uh, yes. yes, and we can if we run out, if we have time, we'll get to that. So there is a the, this tax on gas that goes up or gas tax or whatever, bucket one, we'll call it that, right. that goes up every year, July 1st, one penny. Yes. Then the other tax is the sales tax on gas. So you pay the 7% sales tax on gas, the price of gas every month it alters based on what the price of gas was. Mm -hmm. And because 
the gas has gone up. Now the sales tax on gas is going up, and that accounts for the new uh, increase in tax on gas. Right, right. And uh, that, that's, that's why a I budget. can pay the big bucks right there. How about that for an explanation? <laughs> that's a that's a budget item, and uh, that's a, why. Why do you guys do that? Why did you guys do that? That uh, I mean, like, shouldn't there be one or the other? I mean, we should either have a gas tax or the. I mean, we have we are double taxed on gas. Right, right. We are, and that that's what makes up with the sixty cents or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's still a user fee. And, uh, you know, you can, for those that use the highways more than um, the the, the next constituent or the next Hoosier, have to pay more. And um, I don't have a problem with that. I I have a problem with uh, someone who is taxed in their home that don't use the highways and and or don't use something but they're still taxed for it. Well, but it, okay, so the it went up and now here is the increase, right? Because it it's almost like the property tax conversation. I'm being taxed on property taxes on something out of my control, which is how much the guy down the street for me who I may despise. You know, maybe mm-hmm. he's my best friend, maybe I despise him doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I'm being taxed based on what that guy sold his home for. In this case, the sales tax on gas, I'm being taxed more based on an action that the federal government may take in Ukraine or may take based on drilling. It's We have a fluctuating gas tax. So, for example, it's going up 1.4 cents this, this, this month to 18.6 cents. WRTV had the initial uh, report on this, I believe. It has gone up. Uh, it, in March of 18, it was 13.8 cents. So the gas tax has gone up almost 5 cents. It was 11.4 cents when Trump was in office uh, in March of 2019. So in four years, it has gone up 7.2 cents per gallon of gas. I'm again being taxed more for something I don't have anything to do with. I keep And, and getting... the legislature doesn't either. But they set the policy. Exactly. exactly. So they could, they could change the policy and say, here's the gas tax. I can see why you would think it's bass backwards. <laughs> <laughs> because it is. Yeah. Does that make any sense that from one month to the next, I'm paying a different tax on the same product? Well, it, 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 let's take it a different way. If you have deflation, right? does it go down? When was the last time we had deflation, Mary? <laughs> well, that, that is you guys and the, the government always win. I mean, come on. When, when I was, hate the government, Robert. Yeah, that's true. Well, you were when this was put in <laughs> that's place. True. That's okay, true. Okay, uh, let's move on to something else. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Program Statehouse Happenings. I had a little birdie uh, over at the Statehouse. You know I have several of those. Mm-hmm. They do not uh, publicly disclose their name or location due to fear of loss of employment. Um <laughs> But uh, there are people who know what's going on, and they're very upset about what's going on, and they can't speak out because they've got to feed a family, and I understand that. And they will send me things, and uh, someone sent me something the other day about the budget, which the your col- uh, would they be colleagues in the House? Would that, yes, is that, is that yes, colleagues. former colleagues. Sure. sure. Uh, House Republicans mm-hmm. appears as fellow sailing. public servants. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. They're <laughs> the only service most of you those people are in it for is self service. Um, but uh, in this budget, this colossally large budget, which exceeds forty uh, billion dollars, I think it's something like forty three billion. Yeah. Uh, again, no money right now to help us with the property taxes, as we talked about uh, here at length. No money to help you with the gas tax. But they did find about one point five million for raises for themselves. If there's a hundred House members, that comes out to about an average of 15000 per house member, I should be outraged by this. Well, No money for me, tons of money for you. 
Well, back in uh, when I entered the, the Indiana Senate in 1991, the salary was $11,600. Okay, let's talk about salary, though, because did that include all the goodies, the per diems? The... Well, well I would, yeah, I was going to go to that. They're, okay. They're, they're, uh, with addition to per diems, if you, if you would uh, participate in the meeting and in the interim committee or if you would go on uh, some sort of educational trip, uh, however, they also, in, in the, along with $11,600, the pension, uh, the pension that benefit that you had was if you contributed $1 towards the pension, you, uh, the state government would uh, contribute $4, <laughs> which was, uh, which it's more of a two to a two to one match right. uh, in, in life. And that's how they, they you were you're betting on your your pension uh-huh. that was changed i think in 2007 where we went to you know more of a two to one match or one to one match uh and and they they upped it to, i think $18,000 or something like that uh and what they did back then what we did back then is we tied it to judges salaries uh-huh. and i i i have uh, slept since then this uh, 1.5 million dollars mm-hmm. that that you're talking about, I don't know if that's a change in policy, or if it, it or how they're handling uh, this increase. So I'm I'm a little uh, out well, of, it, out it, of the realm. At the end of the day, right it doesn't matter because it's like again, none of it's etched in stone, other than if you pass constitutional amendments on things, which really then boxes you in on things like property taxes if you don't actually want to solve the property tax issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, they could change it, right? They could say nobody's holding a gun to their head saying you must take this money. They could change it, and and uh, but uh, for those listening, it, it is in the uh, two-year biennial the biennial budget. That everybody will have to vote on. Um, obviously, uh, Rob Robert and his friends have have found this. Uh, <laughs> Robert and, and his friends. That's going to be our new show. <laughs> Robert and his friends. Robert and his anonymous friends. Which in the is state probably a, a thousand uh, <laughs> a, a thousand page document. How big is the state budget? I was going to ask you. Like how many? Like uh, how many pages would that be? I, I, I I couldn't even tell you, but it's probably at least five hundred. It's it's not it, reading a comic book, right? No, no, it's it's a stack of papers, and but but also it's online. You can you can it, you've got plenty of time to read it. the 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 budget won't be voted on until April. Uh, it will change, Robert. Oh, Jeff it, Thompson told us on those property taxes. Yes. You may get something. You may get nothing. Yeah, it, we'll it, see in April. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it's all it's all about being if you're interested in it, it packs you uh keep track of of how this moves through the system it, it, but it is enormous budget document. yeah well and here's the problem with this right i mean i i know how to read this stuff you know how to read this stuff we're one of seven people who's interested in this stuff exactly but even that i need help getting through these things because there's no way it, it's not like reading a daniel Steele novel that's 500 pages no not it, at all it's, it's com- very it's, very complicated it's, it's, I mean, it would take you days to read and understand single pages right uh, and when they come out i think next week maybe with the run yeah. on on uh, and, and what they call run is the budgets for each and individual school corporations that is even more complicated yeah and uh and and everybody will be looking at teacher salaries and what um what is paid for this and what's paid for that and uh and and legislators will will uh they won't think that their school corporations getting enough money yeah. and uh and so there'll be a there'll be an outcry of um 
of lack of funds to go into education. But on these raises, okay, so you mm -hmm. do this big budget presentation when it comes out and the highlights and blah, blah, blah. I noticed they weren't bold enough to say, and as part of this, we're giving ourselves one and a half million dollars more of your money. I mean, they clearly don't want people to know they're doing it because even someone like me who knows kind of how to read this has to have people help me and go, Rob, you, you need to look at this. Yeah, it, it's um, complicated and the attention span of, of everybody trying to just get to work get their kids in bed and get their home get their homework done and get their kids in bed people just don't have the time to talk about it that's why this show's so popular that's right well yes and it's so beloved over there at 200 mm -hmm. uh, west washington mm -hmm. because you think about okay so it's so complicated i mean i've done the math on this and nobody's ever refuted this but by the time you factor in the salary the per diem the meal allowance like what okay why does jeff thompson who lives in lisden need a per diem or a meal allowance he has a, essentially the same commute that I do. I assure you, Urban One is not giving me a per diem nor a meal allowance. Mm -hmm. Why does John Crane, who lives in Avon, who has the same commute that I do, why is he getting a per diem? Why is he getting a meal allowance? That's crap. Well, it's uh, it's it's another way to get income to the legislature. <laughs> yes, no question about yes. It. siphoning but, things into their own pockets is the phrase you're looking for. <clears throat> However, if you live within 50 miles of the state house you don't get it during session and if you live outside you do and so um it just all depends if you have to spend the night or not yeah well but but i don't think the uh but i don't think a, i think they do get a lot of these things they figure out ways i mean oh, well, john crane is not making eighteen thousand dollars a year being a, a state senator no, he's, he's making not. far more than that you're exactly i, I, I mean, don't think anybody is making eighteen thousand dollars i think more people are making more than that regardless of where they live and you're gonna go from 15 uh you're gonna go from uh, when i put it all together one time it was like between 60 and 70 thousand dollars per lawmaker basically some mm -hmm. of the upper bosses are obviously more mm -hmm. but you're going from a sixty thousand dollar to seventy five thousand dollar on average if you ex extrapolate it out for a job that the job itself is four days a week because they don't work on fridays mm -hmm. and you work three months out of the year two months every other year that's a heck of a job. Good luck trying to find that in the private sector. Well, to push back on that, it's a 24-7 job. If you go to church on Sunday, if you go to the gym, if you go to the grocery store, that's why it was so important during the pandemic for legislators, senators, and, 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 and representatives to know what was going on and what is going on at the moment. And so you're, you're working, you know, you would, I'd get calls, telephone calls at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. And so, and, and, and as well as you get what you pay for sometimes, and 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 you have to attract people to public service, but but there's got to be some fair remuneration. And I mean, so, I just look at that; it's like there's no money for me, mm -hmm. but there's always money for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you because obviously right, you're not right. there anymore. Those guys, but yeah. it's just it is very uh, it is very frustrating. It, it's hard to understand uh, how individuals are paid and you've talked about it on these airwaves about brownsburg city council yeah and, and uh 40 pay increase right. and they're through and, and you know they lie to you and they go oh it's not for us it's to get better candidates so wait a second you're saying you're so bad that you gotta bribe better people to run to fix your damage and you're gonna get all the pay and then i don't know jim if you check the uh brownsburg uh, town council filings not one contested race again yeah 
Well, uh, Robert, it, it is very important for public officials to talk about everything that is in, that is important to a constituent, including the controversial ones, the gas tax you know, that we've talked about, uh, along with salaries. It, it uh, you stand for reelection uh, or election um, in a truthful way, and and I was never bashful about um, talking about the tough issues because. It's important to yeah, people. Yeah, you show up to people's houses. Yeah, I did. I like that. I you got you got to stand up and defend, or or uh, change your mind. You yeah. got to be ready to change your mind because you heard from a uh, a group of constituents. Or, or we got a, we got about twenty seconds left. Where can people find you? What's the best way to find out what you're you doing? You can find me on uh, at at Jim Underline Merritt or Robert on Twitter. That's on Twitter. On Twitter, yes. we're, we're starting a new Great. podcast called Merit in the Morning. I love and, it, and, and it'll be debuting soon. And Kloppenstein is going to be in on that with Kloppenstein, you. Kloppenstein is helping me. Perfect. Alpsbraw yeah. is a, a new a beer that he uh, yeah, is uh, putting forward, and I'm looking forward right. to making it history, making right. it a story. We'll see you next week. Thank you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Jim Merritt on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. Me, I'm on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall, and you can hear me weekdays, 9 until noon, weekdays, 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. Before we go today, I want to take a moment to thank the fabulous sponsor of this program, FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. You hear the uh, announcements all throughout the program about them, but did, again, want to take a moment to thank Farmer Ryan Schleeman, FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, for supporting this program. For Jim Merritt, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.